on that, darling. Oh, the meaning of it! You wanted that, the meaning. Mm. Now that's romantic. You're awfully dense, aren't you, Vivian? You become part of a bigger universe. You just don't know it yet. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Under Channel versus the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Here on The Under Channel, we take on the MCU movie by movie, show episode by show episode, and we get down and dirty with it. So, this week, I was once again treated to a great show in WandaVision. And you know what's the best part? Is when you first turn it on, that Marvel logo and that music comes through, and it's just, you, you feel great. You're just bathed in the promise of something new, just week in and week out. And sure, you know, the first episode was very hard to get into, but each week it's just gotten better and better. The snowball has gotten bigger. The amount of things going on has become heavier. WandaVision's been a hit. It's been going great. So, without any more uh, discussion on that, let's talk about episode 5 on a very special episode. A longer episode, 41 minutes. We got, basically, we got a double episode, you know, all things considered, realistically. Uh, the, the, the aesthetic you got in this was 80s, and it felt very family ties, uh, who's the boss type of setting that they had going on. Um... A lot of weird things, you know, a lot of stuff is, is shifting and changing and the way that the world is, uh, ha, has been perceived up to this point was very much one way, but now the frayed ends of reality and sanity and control are starting to really waver and, and, and teeter and totter. So it was a really enjoyable episode. I think everybody that watched episode five can come away saying, wow, this is what I signed up for. This is what I was looking for in this show. Finally, a payoff. Um, you know, it, it started very early in the beginning with the babies when Agnes was like, do you want me to take it from the top? You know, it was like, whoa, okay, wait a minute. And it kind of, I don't know if it dismisses a theory or if maybe she was playing it up even more to stay in character and break character, but be in character at the same time because if, we're all thinking Agnes is this witch lady. Uh, she wouldn't have acted like that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I, hopefully it's just something that they did and they, they threw us something to throw us off and she's never going to end up being that person. Catherine Hahn's been doing such a good job uh, in this role. I'd almost hate to see her be the villain, but then again, it would be nice, but then we all saw it coming, so what's the point of that? Um, so... Um, the opening sequences that you see in each one of these episodes where it shows like the, the new title sequence, I guess, I kind of got the feeling like that's how Wanda fills in the blanks with things. Because obviously there's episodes that none of us have seen and even the agents and S.W.O.R.D. that are watching it say the same thing. So when the kids all of a sudden grow up and they're five, well, none of that actually happened to Wanda and Vision. So maybe Wanda has to create that montage to create this feeling and whatnot that they actually raised these kids from babies to toddlers and whatnot. I don't know. Just a little thing within the thing. But 
So now we're back. We're seeing um, Monica Rambeau, and she's talking about everything that went on there and how she just felt sadness and grief and things along those lines while she was basically, she's kind of making it like she was mind-controlled, like Wanda was inside her of her head. Uh, and then all of the rest of the sword people get together, and they're sitting around that table, and they're going over everything. And uh, Hayward is saying, you know what? Nope, she is the victimizer. She is the one that is is got all these people you know, captured basically and holding him prisoner. And then Wu kind of goes in and starts talking about, you know, bat, the background on Wanda Maximoff. And then Hayward gives his thing of it about how she was radicalized by Hydra, you know, and, and had been causing all these, you know, terrible things. And Wu kind of says, well, that's an oversimplification. And then that look that Hayward gives her, gives him, is, it was a classic look. It really was like, oh, he's he's not having this. So then he begins to unfold the whole story. You know, that, that tension that was there, Hayward kind of knew he had the ace of spades up his sleeve. And he's, you know, he let them all know, hey, Wanda broke into S.W.O.R.D. headquarters. She stole Vision's corpse. You know, she broke even more laws from the Sokovia Accords. You know, she violated Vision's will, his living will. Like, he did not want to become somebody's weapon. And she just grabbed him anyway. She didn't care. So... And then they run, they go back into the WandaVision episode, and you can see that the, the tension between Wanda and Vision is already starting to grow, and it's growing and festering even more, you know, and Wanda uses magic in front of Agnes, and Vision's upset by it, aren't we supposed to be hiding this? She says, I don't want to hide anymore, why should we be hiding? And, you know, and then all of a sudden, we see there's another ability unlocked from the kids, the kids grow themselves they morph themselves to be 10 years old to get the puppy so these kids have got to have some powers some sort of magical power or something pretty neat pretty interesting what they're doing with the kids in this so back to sword monica rambo is talking about trying to figure out how to get into there and she mentions a uh, engineer an aerospace engineer could she be meaning reed richards who knows and then they talk about Captain Marvel for a second, and it touches a nerve with Monica. I can't wait to see how that gets festered open, you know, and where that story goes. Why Why does Monica Rambeau seem to not really be very happy with the Captain Marvel mention and her name and whatnot? So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure it's got to have something to do with her mom dying and maybe Captain Marvel never being there. Uh, you know, if she was out off world doing other things and uh, who knows. Um, but very excited. So then we're back into WandaVision and Vision is hooking up computers for everybody and showing them the very early parts of the internet and basically how you can kind of text message between computers. But they intercept a sword email and they're talking about the Maximov anomaly and other people in the in the office are taking it as a joke but vision kind of knows what's going on and however he knew he could do it he woke up norm and norm freaks out and just panics wanting to call his sister and things along those lines and it kind of made vision realize what's actually going on and poof, he puts him back you know into character so then he goes home in the big confrontation with uh Wanda comes in and he's like, there's no children out there. Why are there no children? And they go back and forth. They rise up. Um, 
you know, and it's, I think Wanda even threatened him about, you know, erasing it and changing it. I can't remember exactly, but she basically said like, I can do it. I can change, you know, I can mind wipe you type of a thing. It's pretty, pretty intense. And then we get the commercial, another Hydra commercial. Um, and they, it's for Lagos paper towels, which is that place that Wanda killed all those innocent people when she blew up crossbones and, you know, threw them into that, uh, office building. So, and they tagged it with, um, clean up messes you didn't mean to make or whatnot. So it's another interesting way that they're incorporating Hydra again into the storyline in WandaVision's things, you know, within her programming. So, um, the episode kind of starts to spiral out of control there between the two of them, Wanda and, uh, Vision. They're fighting and, um, all of a sudden the doorbell rings and Wanda's like, I didn't do this. This isn't me. I didn't, you know, have somebody show up conveniently to get me out of an argument basically. And, uh, it takes a minute. They build the tension perfectly. She opens the door and there's a back of somebody's head. It's just black and gray hair and it's done in a certain way where it really makes you go, Oh my gosh, it's going to be her brother. You know, it's going to be Pietro. And then the camera pans around and sure enough, holy crap, it is Pietro. It's Quicksilver, but it's Evan Peters Quicksilver from Days of Future Past, the X-Men. At that moment, I literally got up off my couch and I was like, oh my gosh, they did it. They did it. And I don't know what they did, but they did it. So it's it just that just opened up a whole nother thing. Did she rip into the multiverse? You know, um, how is this guy here? Is he a secret agent from somebody trying to control Wanda even further? Is she from Hydra? Is she part of the witches things? Did Wanda make him up from through her subconscious? Because you know that some of the stuff she wasn't aware she was doing while she was doing it. Now she isn't aware that she now she is aware that she's in control of things. It's pretty sweet. One thing I did think about though, what if her sons made her brother? Because she did share that with them, that she's sad because she doesn't get to be with her brother. These kids got some sort of powers. It's evident. This episode made it very evident that these kids can do things. So maybe they manifested Uncle Pietro and brought him to town. I don't know. That was, the, that was huge. That was so much fun. <laughs> Big time fun. All right, so uh, a lot of the fun beyond... Watching the episode is checking out for Easter eggs. The MCU is really good at putting little things here and there for, you know, avid fans to catch and, and geek out on. So, without talking about it too much, let's get Charlie Day, connect the dots, and let's talk about this. Wanda is pissed when they bring that drone in and they try to kill her. So she comes out of the ra radioactive, you know, interference, whatever, barrier... And she immediately confronts everybody. And then at the end of that confrontation, she takes all the agents' guns and turns them on them. Just like her father. Well, if it's her father in this, who knows? We'll see if Magneto ever comes into play. But in the X-Men movies, Magneto did that same thing. He turned the guns on the, on the, uh, the law enforcement at the time. So it was 
Maybe a nod, maybe not, but it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, so who knows? Maybe we'll get to see Sir Ian McKellen show up. Then there's a postcard in the intro music of WandaVision's latest incarnation. And that postcard looked like and was worded like, just like the New Jersey's own Bruce Springsteen's Greetings from Asbury Park. So I felt that was a cool nod. And then just uh, to, to Easter eggs off of the setting that they were in, like the family tie setting, when Nick show, I'm sorry, when Petro shows up, he's very Nick-like from that show Family Ties. If any of you guys ever watched that, you know, show from way back when with Michael Keaton, not Michael Keaton, Michael J. Fox, um, the one sister had a boyfriend. His name was Nick, and he was like this New York leather jacket, like cool guy and whatnot. Uh, I guess we'll just have to wait to see, you know, how that plays out with that character but i'd like to see him make some uh trash can earrings and whatnot just like he did in the family ties show cool uncle pietro anyways i love this episode i can't wait for the next one it's gonna feel like next friday is gonna take another like seven years to get to instead of just six seven days but gotta wait and I don't mind it. I know a lot of people hate having, you know, they want everything all at once. But then this show wouldn't work as well if you got it all at once. I like TV that spaces you out week to week. Like Breaking Bad. I watched it on Netflix and I binged the whole thing. And I liked it. But I can see how the enjoyment of watching a show like that would have made it even better. Because I that's how I've watched show my you know, TV my entire life. I've always watched it and waited week to week and then pondered over it and thought about it. And that's the, that's the excitement. That's the fun of TV, you know, having to wait that, that bit of time. I know a lot of people don't think it's fun, but I do. Anyways, uh, so WandaVision next week. Kick back here to TUC. Make sure to like and subscribe for more content. Check us out on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well as here on YouTube. And uh, give us some suggestions of things we can cover, uh, things that you noticed. And uh, you guys have a great week, and we will see you back in just a few days, hopefully. Well, not a few. It's like six, seven, eight days. Uh, But hopefully Marvel will serve us up another episode just as good as this one. Can't wait to get into it. You guys have a great one, and I will talk to you later. Oh, Arthur, stop it. 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 Stop it.